Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. So happy you decided to join us. Before we jump in today, I'd like, first of all, if you're liking these podcasts, if you like this one or the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or the Funnel Down Defense Podcast, if you like any of those Go over and check them out. Leave a five-star review. Um, we love sending them out to the world. It's one of the one of my passions in the world is kind of share this game. Um, but before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. It's easy to set up. It's got great customer service, and they are always on the cutting edge of giving players and coaches what they need. And that's why I love them. They not only give stuff away, if you go over and look at Dr. Dish is always giving stuff away and sharing the, with the community. Um, and that's why I want to share them with you. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400 off. That's right, $400 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. 14-day free trial. No one else does that. No one else gets the cell phone number and, and the email for the runner. No one else is being run by a high school coach for a high school coach. This is what, what I do. This is what I do. I'm not running this other thing. I'm not a businessman. I'm a high school basketball coach trying to help you become a better basketball coach. And to be honest with you, I've done, I've done pretty well in my career. And I'd like to share that with other coaches. So go over and check it out. And let's head off to the podcast. And that's what I hope you would experience when you came in my gym. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love, I love the no, I, I, I wish I had the space to do the no. I love that because everyone doesn't know everyone's journey. That's what I think is yes. I, I, when we go travel, cause we travel around, we get invited to some tournaments and stuff all around the country. And that one of the things I talk about is like someone will be rude or somebody. Will, I go, you don't know what their day is. You don't know their story. You know, they right. might now give them the benefit of the doubt. They, who knows their kid might be homesick. There might, who, right. So it's like, we always have that discussion about like, you don't know that person's story that might, you know, and that's the world we live in. You see some of these things now on the web and this person freaking out. I go, yeah, maybe they shouldn't have acted that way. And they probably are sorry, but you don't know their story. You really don't. Yes. 
Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what, one of the things we do is it relates to story because we believe everybody's story matters. Right. And if we truly believe that, then we're going to share story even uh, to the point where uh, in our locker room, we want that to be a safe environment. You know, so many times there's so many wounds that have occurred in my life in a locker room. And so one of the things that we want that place to be is, is really a, a place where manhood manufacturing occurs. And so one of the things that we do is everybody tells their story. And I give them, even our coaches do this coach every single year and they do it on a shield. Uh, like I cut out cardboard and it's like a, in the shape of a, of a battle shield and we split it into a force and it's like the four chambers of your heart. And you talk about, and I give them different ways to tell your story, but like, things you struggle with, things you're scared about, maybe something in your private self that nobody really knows about, a real struggle that you have. Uh, how do you try to, you know, create a perception of your public self? You know, just whatever it is. And we, we throughout the year, we'll do two or three of these a week, and we all tell our stories, and those shields hang in their lockers. And so that way, when I come in and I see Coach's shield, now I start to understand, hey, he's a real person. You know, he's a person that, that, that has real struggles and fears just like I do. And I may be the little freshman and look up to, you know, the, 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 the five-star senior, but that five-star senior has been vulnerable and shared some of his struggles. It starts to create an environment that's very, very different where right. these kids are for each other. We do something similar to that at the end of practice sometimes in our circle too. We'll, they have to say something about themselves, something about another teammate, something about – it's like – and it just it opens that. up that dialogue. It's so great. I love um, it. Yeah, love it's it. just it's one of those self reflections. I think that's important. Um, how how I'm going to ask you an X and O question. So okay. at this planning, when do you do it? Yep. When, how, where? Yeah, just general. So, um, I it, I'm I'm pretty disciplined. Um, so I wake up most <laughs> days um, uh, four four a.m. Okay. Um, and on if you came to our gym on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we play basketball, all kind of guys that played at Vanderbilt and some other guys, yeah. we still have an early morning game. But uh, before I play at 6am or before I get to school practice, uh, pl plan had already has already occurred. Okay, you do so it in the, do morning. in the morning. You do it in the morning. Uh, do it in the morning. I've already done it. Before. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying what I'm saying is that you're one of the few people that I've learned that I do mine in the morning too. Okay. Um, because I think I'm the sharpest in the morning. I, that's how I feel. My spirit hasn't been tainted yet. The day hasn't affected my day. I think about yesterday's practice or last night's game. I'm, yep. I'm just more clear-minded. Now, I am. I am. have I had I am. a chance to really watch the film? Maybe, maybe not. You know, and I can do that. If I have to manipulate something or change something, we can do that. But I still, and I'm sure you're like this, I'm pretty anal. So every practice we've ever done at CPAs filed away, you know, sequence number, date numbered. Right. Um, you know, just that way I can go back and reflect and say, Hey, that, that one year we really, you know, had a guy that was similar to that. What were we doing on January the 30th before we played, you know, whatever, whoever, right. um, and just want to be able to reference that almost like a library. Oh, it's great. I do that too. Um, I, you know, I've gone back to 2005 even, I yes. mean, swear to God, it's like, Oh, that kid's like, the, uh, no, um, no, I do it in the morning. I'd say you and I are about 10%. Most people do it at night. That's why I always ask the yeah. question. Um, because I, I don't feel, I feel like the drive home from work and then the family time and then the reflection and then the, all that, I, I feel like I'm working through some things in my head. Um, yeah. 
and then I got to let it go or I won't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, then I, when I wake up in the morning, it's like, okay, yes, now we need to do this. We need to yes. do this. And it's just, it's, it, there's more clarity. What time do you go to bed coach? Yeah. So I, I go to bed <laughs> most days at 11. So you get five about, hours sleep. Yeah. I know that's not good. And now I'm, you know, I have all these studies I read about recovery time and sleep time. And so I'm trying to correct that, to be honest. So, yeah, that's not good. I mean, I'm, I'm also the same way. Um, I'm probably more at six. Okay. Um, I like, I'm, I'm, there's two times I'm very focused. I'm focused after everyone's quiet in the house and they're all kind of in bed. And then it's me in the house and then in the morning. So my most successful is like from 10 to one or 10 to midnight. And then in the early morning, um, I do, but I, you're right. I was going to, I was going to point out, I've read the same, you need more sleep. Sleep's a big one for fighting (laughs) everything. Yes, I, I'm. I'm trying to get that corrected. So, uh, but I, <laughs> I'm not going to lecture you on your sleep yeah. on the podcast, coach. But the, it's true. The, the early morning time is sacred time, though. Uh, I, you know, when it's it's quiet in the house or it's quiet in the car, or quiet going to you know getting to the office. Um, you know, I do my quiet time. I journal every day. I most of the time try to write uh, three notes of gratitude, handwritten notes every single morning to somebody that's blessed me. I'll either mail those or go to school and put it in on their desk or in their mailbox, you know, just doing anything to start from a position of gratitude and thankfulness. Yeah. The journaling thing is great. I recommend it for everybody and it doesn't have to be much like where's mine. I see if I can, I got, I, I keep, I keep these little oh, ones. I love it, coach. The little ones are easy cause they fit in the back of my Beautiful. pocket. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I'll do it at different times and this is only five I have recent, um, but they're small. They're like, yeah, see that, see that the only, I used to have a big one like that, but the problem is I would sit in, in my son would be at swim lessons or something and, and I'd yeah. want to do something and it was always in my back pocket. So I got it just so it's tiny, just That's me so jotting smart. stuff down. Cause it's nobody, it's for me. It's for no one else other than me. Yeah, that's um, right. It's that, it's that self. I think that's so important, um, especially for the young coaches. Cause you're going to change. Anybody changes. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, I, I bet coach and I are as competitive. I bet both of us would eat you before we let you beat us. <laughs> We're probably that competitive, but we also have done it long enough that we know kind of right. where, you know, everything needs to be. Um, what would you tell your younger self? What would I tell my younger self? Um, I think, first of all, you know, a lot of what we're expressing today has been an evolution, right? I mean, so in my younger self, I, I think I really struggled with a performance-driven identity approach tied to how 15, 18-year-old kids played between lines and put a ball in a hoop. <laughs> that somehow my personhood was on the line based on how they performed. It was. And so I would, I would try to encourage my younger self to – let it go. It's not as bad as it seems. It's never as good as it seems either. So uh, trust your gut, trust your instincts, trust your preparation, trust the process. I mean, all of those kind of things that I'm still at work in all of those things, but obviously my maturation cycle, it's, I'm much further down the road. Is either my brother or one of my coaching colleagues, I remember saying, because I think after I, I, my first year, first time we made it to the state tournament, we ended up losing in the finals. And I was just, I mean, I was down. I was down. Never going to go back. Well, you know, that it was young. And, um, and 
I don't remember who it was, but he basically said, Steve, if you're, and this has stuck with me for 20 plus years, he goes, Steve, if you're only happy, if you win your last basketball game, you're not going to be a very happy person. And that has really stuck with me. And it's like, you're right. If, if we, if I only, if I'm only happy when we win a championship, I'm not going to be happy. And that was the one that was like, that one statement was a trigger about like, why are you really doing this? Yes. No. Um, and that's what it kind of, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but like I've been involved in competitive athletics pretty much my whole life, and only twice was I a part of an experience that won on the last day. Right. Well, that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of days that we didn't win the last day, and so uh, what is that like two and forty? Right. <laughs> right. So I mean, I still remember when we won our first state championship, and the trophy. You know, one of the great wounds of my life was I lost in the state championship my senior year as a player. Oh. And a lot of people consider it one of the biggest upsets in the history of high school basketball in our state because my best friend, who was the number one player in America, Ron Mercer, who went on to play for Kentucky and Boston. And, I mean, we were really good, and we got beat in overtime. It was a great, you know, team, whatever. So I live with that my you're, whole life. You're over it. You're over it, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you every play, but yeah, <laughs> I can tell you. So people that are people that are listening, I can tell you by his facial expressions, he's really not over it. <laughs> we never really get over it. No. It just it gets better with time. It's like right. losing a parent or losing, you know, it, it gets better with time. <laughs> but he ain't over it. He yeah, ain't, okay, go ahead, coach. <laughs> so so we won our first state championship in 2012, and you know you get the gold ball placed in your hand. You go down to the locker room and. All of it's great. You go home that night and have, you know, tacos or whatever you wanted yeah. to have for dinner to celebrate with your family and whatever. And, and, and then, you know, the next day you wake up, the sun comes up. And just like the sun came up when I lost, the sun came up when I won. And it just was like, that's really what this is. I mean, that's right. the pursuit of all this. So that was just an, a real eye-opener. The way I felt the next day after we had won a championship, I just was like, there's never going to be enough championships. There's never going right. to be there's enough. There's never going to be enough to fill that cup. No, no. The, the one good thing about that is you are – like that, there, that is a good stretch from there until the beginning of the next season in the sense that you, you are the state champion and you did what you <laughs> need. There's some success. It's like in an A and a test. It's right. like there's some there's some satisfaction there right. because you feel like okay, but I'm telling you right now the best team I ever coached we didn't win in weights. I had three Mister Basketballs, all three of them played professionally. We were good. We didn't win yeah. it. We didn't win it because there's luck involved. There's timing involved. There's high school. So much. <laughs> did, did their girlfriend not talk to them? Yeah. There's things going on that you don't. I mean, I lost. I lost right before a state tournament. No, this is a classic one. I won't call the kid out, but he's, he was a D1 point guard, so he'll know who he is. Broke up with his girlfriend the day of the, the – if we win this game, we go to the state tournament. Day okay. of – broke up, played horribly, was like first team all state, blah, blah, blah. We lost by like three points. They were back together like four days later. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> ah, couldn't you wait to break up with him? <laughs> it was like, oh my God. It was one of those things. I know. Um, yeah. So let's let's dive in. Let's dive into let's dive into your let's dive into the book first. Okay, perfect. Then we'll, then we'll, Thank you. we'll talk about you still have hair, so we'll talk about the podcast after that. 
<laughs> that's a long haul. The podcast can be a long haul unless it's a finite one. But um, so let's talk about the book and how it came about and the person you wrote it with. Cause yeah. I didn't know much about the person you wrote it with until I did my research. So yeah. tell the, tell the listeners about him. Yeah. So my, my co-author is Virgil Herring. Um, and if you don't know his name, he's one of the leading uh, golf instructors uh, literally in the country. And not only that, coach when I he was hosting a podcast and he had asked me to come be on it just like us right here and it was called on the verge and uh where he was just basically you know interviewing people that connected just talking human performance principles excellence you know why are great people great all those that we all love to talk about and when we began to talk we we thought gosh we share in so much of the way that we view coaching life experience uh, you know, all of it. And so we began to dream. We were like, what if we did something together? And so it goes back to journaling. Um, so we spent the next week, we said, let's just do this. Journal 50 words that you believe great people have in common. Let's okay. just start there. So we, we went, came back together the next week. 37 of our 50 words were identical. Ooh, that's so we really knew, good. Okay. So yeah. we were like, wow, we're, we're, that's pretty good percentage and then we kind of negotiated the final 13 to come up with 50 words we wanted it to be a quick read we wanted it to be a journal entry essentially of me him and then a blank page where our book becomes the reader's book and they could do some reflection some exercises of being able to journal hey when you think of fear what do you think about when you think about accountability what do you think about when you think about you know, love, what do you think about? And then that way they're able to prompt them in their journaling activities because journaling is a big part of who I am. So how, so how, well, how hard was it to, to, to get to 13? The, the, the ones. You oh, did? we, yeah, we went back and forth for a while. Yeah. But uh, we, we gave in to each other. There were some that, uh, all right, in this book, but in, then in book two, the, that word is going to be in there because okay. that's, I believe in it. Yeah. Okay. And that's the first, go ahead. Yeah, we, we're starting to sketch out. We're we're writing book two right now. Okay, kind okay. of the next fifty words, if you would. Okay. Um, so yeah. so how um how is it self published? Did it go through a publisher? Yes. How did that yeah, work? Yeah, so we, we were we self published and it and it just quickly on Amazon uh, became a, a bestseller status because in the coaching realm in different genres I've, I learned all this through this experience. But if you hit you know top top sales in certain verticals, you get bestseller status. So yeah, we're forever bestseller authors now, which is crazy. But now since then, we have been approached by multiple publishers for our next book. Okay. And so we're, we're contemplating whether we're gonna self-publish or whether we're gonna sign with a publisher for book two. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. That's interesting. I I would do some research on that, because I've heard publishing, and I've heard like, Yes. It's like a lot of the business people right now are self-publishing because you take out the middleman. It's right. Well, and and because we have just as much success being able to go to Barnes and Noble, to Amazon.com, 
through our podcast now you can self promote. I mean, you audible, um, yeah. you know, all of those different avenues, there's really not that much, unless you're like a, a nationally acclaimed author that they're going to put the machine behind it. Right. But somebody like us, there's really yeah. not that no, much. You need, you need like the coaching machine behind you. Um, that's what you need. So tell people what the book is about. Um, yeah, so it's called Elevated. Um, and basically what we're trying to do is through the process of, uh, of discovery, of, of recognizing that you're a work in progress uh, to elevate in every aspect of your life. And the way that you do relationships, citizenship, decision-making, pursue greatness, fatherhood, husbandhood, whatever it is, there's always an elevation point in another realm level that you can go to. And so we're just trying to be great encouragers in their ears of putting wind behind their sails and saying, you know what, you can move to the next aspect of, of what that looks like for your life. I love that. I love that. Um, so then how did the podcast come about? Yeah, be, because of COVID-19. Uh, honestly so. trust me trust me I, so i've been doing pot I, I i was trying to i've i have three podcasts if you can believe it okay and and one goes out f seven days a week one goes out one day a week two of them go one goes out one day a week one goes out two day a week so it's crazy um wow. and and so i kind of know the podcast world the yeah. number of podcasts that have come out in the last three months is crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's us yeah no <laughs> no but makes sense it's going to be more like so my advice to you would be make sure you have a make sure you have a schedule make sure you figure out how to do it because life is going to come back in when at some point we're going to get back to the new norm yes and then yes. like it's like trust me because i've seen lots of them come and go um yep. because it's just there's there's a there's a rhythm to it just like anything yes. but you better yes. get a rhythm like um yes. you know how do you schedule well, it how do you edit it yeah, how do you get we, it up how do you do that take, uh I think we taped 18 episodes before we even dropped one just yeah. to go ahead and have them in the can. Yeah. So it took the pressure off time wise, but and, yes. And, that, and that's really saying. good. Like I, one of mine, I was last night, I think we started at five and got done at 10 and we got a bunch in the can and um, wow. that's the way to do it. Yeah. Then you gotta go back and re-edit it. Yeah. It'll be great. Um, it, yeah. It'll be a fun journey. If nothing else, that's what I told my wife. It's yes. like all this stuff. It's just a fun journey. That's right. I get to meet in the fun. What I appreciate about all this is all the, all the great people I'm talking to a couple in, in about three hours. I'm talking to a couple high school coaches from Alaska. I have wow. so many questions for them. Like, yes. How do you get from game to game? All sorts yes. of stuff. Because Who do you play? How far do you travel? Right. They what fly. They fly. I believe they fly. It's like, really? You know, it's like, so um, it's just, I think it, the, the game is so great and it's given me so much. That's why I love doing this. Um, but no, I so I will put I will put the book down below for people so okay. they can check it out. Thank we'll, you so and much. I will do the same thing with um with the podcast. Um so I stop every I stop every one of my podcasts with what I call rapid fire. Okay. Um so rapid fire is I'm gonna ask you a question, then you're gonna answer um back with an answer, you know, like what's your favorite pizza? You'll say pepperoni. That won't be it, but something like okay. that. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so yes. All right. So your favorite basketball. The actual ball you play with. What's your favorite ball and why? I like the the Wilson uh, Evolution. I love the feel of it. A lot of it is just I'm selfish and I like the way it feels, so I expect our kids will like it too. Okay. No, the, I think the Wilsons. The, the we we use Spalding because that's what our state uses. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, the Wilson's the Wilson's moving up. A lot of people are saying it, it holds moisture better than yes, anything it's, else. It, I, it's a good ball. It's yep. a good ball. Um, one word to describe your ideal player. Selfless. If you could go to one sporting event in the world, what would it be and why? One sporting event in the world. A uh, Final Four. I've never been. Oh, you got to go to a Final Four. I know, four. see? <laughs> So, so here I took my son. I went, I went to in Minneapolis when Duke won it, but then I took my son this last time in Minneapolis. We're going to try to make a, 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 um, a yearly thing of it now. Hopefully they play next year, but um, it was two years ago, I guess, because they didn't have it this year. But when Tony won, when, when Virginia won it and it's a spectacle, you're better off watching in your living room. If you really want to watch the game. Yeah. Right. But, but the spectacle is, I mean, it's, oh my gosh. Yes. You I want to go experience it. You got to do that. Um, uh, your favorite pregame meal? Um, we're we're pretty much creatures of habit, so we are Jimmy John subs at our place. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, one thing you do to relax? Um, go to the beach. Just got back. Oh, that's nice. Was yeah. it crowded? It was crowded. <laughs> they weren't worried about. There was no mask. There was uh, no distancing. It was uh, life as you would know life any other time. Now, and, you're, and you're probably like the – again, I'm a math teacher and a statistics teacher, so I know the numbers. You're, you're, you're really basically okay outside for the most yeah. part. Um, is that right? Okay. Yeah, you really are. Even those parties, it's everything is – it's air conditioning, self-contained rooms. Those are the things that – that's why the school thing worries me a little bit. Yeah. Um, just because we're putting people in rooms. Yeah. Um, I, you know, if you have your classes outside, you'd be, you'd be fine. Probably. Um, one coaching technique you consider important. Ask questions. Ask your players questions. I ask why, why the why? No, that's what I ask them. Why do you too? Why do you too? But that's what I say. Why? Well, like, why are we doing that? I ask why all the time. Yeah. Right. You, because you want understanding transferred so they'll own it. But two, it also keeps them accountable um, in the moment too. And so if I ask them a question of, you know, why do you do something? Why do you want to do something? I can constantly go back and remind them of that. And it's not just me having to get on them. I can remind them that, Hey, your future self's going to say, thank you for that. Right. Um, if you, if you do it the way you, you said you wanted to do it. One of the big ones for me that that's been transformational maybe over the last 10 years is, is uh, self-coaching in the sense that I show them, the, the pecking order, like if you don't know something, then you need to ask, you need to ask a teammate. If you don't know there, then you need to go ask. You need to try to figure out the solution. Oh, to, and, and then the last person's me. I said, I will never get mad if you step yourself out of a drill and go talk to a friend and go, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. I want you to solve the problem without me. I will help you, but I should be the last step in that process. And then if I step in, great, I can do that. But um, that has really helped as far as teenage boys don't talk as much as they should. Right. <laughs> um, right. so that has really been something we've been working on that communication, um, between them. And like I tell them the most important game of the, the most important game of the year, you won't hear me. The gym will be packed. You won't hear me, but you might right. hear your friend three feet away. So right. people you have to rely on, but that's good. It's a work in progress. Like Trust me. It's definitely a work in yeah. progress. Best basketball player you have seen in person? Played against Tim Duncan. I thought he was just greatness at another level. And then I played multiple times against Allen Iverson. I thought Allen was a a freak. 
I just thought he was different deal. Yeah, he. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. When God put <laughs> when God like when God made like basketball players, he's just like there's people that like like Giannis for the Bucks. Yes, that's oh. a basket. Like God looked down and go, I'm gonna make a basketball player today. <laughs> like that's you know him. <laughs> it's like they're just yeah. not normal human beings. They just yeah. are not. It's 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 a wonderful thing. Um, uh, best basketball player of all time. I mean, Michael Jordan. Okay. He's got about 95% of the vote. That doesn't tend to be as hard as the next question. Uh, best basketball coach of all time. Best basketball coach of all time. I, I mean, just through my studies, I would have to say John Wooden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that one, there tends to be a longer pause on the coach because, yeah. um, you know, I don't know if my, MJ's winning more now because of uh, uh, Last Dance. Um, one thing that helped you become a better coach. Uh, I had a personal coach start walking with me every Thursday morning. So he's like my counselor, advisor, personal coach that helps me in my coaching. That intrigues me. And how does that work? Like he talks about every, every Thursday morning um, at seven o'clock to eight o'clock, it's booked on my calendar and it has been since 2012. Um, And I talk about it in the book, coachability, how, um, I want to be coachable still all the way till the day I die. And so I have a guy that walks with me in my, I mean, don't literally walks with me, but walks this journey with me every day. And, uh, he's just been a blessing. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. I tell people the key, the key to the key to this kind of journey is you have to find mentors yes. and, and they, and, and you can't always find mentors that are in one category. Sometimes they cross categories, but um, sometimes you need a spiritual mentor. Yeah. Sometimes you need a financial mentor. That's right. Sometimes they can be the same person, yeah. Yeah. but you need multiple mentors to guide you through this. Like my wife's one of my mentors because yeah. she guides me and I help hopefully help guide her. I mean, so, so, but I think, I think that's a wonder. I love that you put it on your calendar. That's a great thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. cause mine get lost sometimes and I have to recheck in. Um, I love the calendar part. Uh, What's your favorite quote? Pick up the trash by Don Meyer. If you know Lipscomb University. Oh God! If you don't know um, Don Meyer, like holy crud! You yeah. need to. Like, I I still uh, I still picture Don taking notes everywhere I went. Don was always taking notes. Yes, and he was always handing out these little. I still find his little cards in my office sometimes. Like those little, awesome. those little things he used to hand out. Love, and it's like it makes me it. smile. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So pick up the trash, which. If you know the principle, it's leave people, places, and things better than the way you found them. Yep. My I, mom my, taught me my that. Life mantra. Yep. My mom taught me that. Like, yeah. beat it into me. If she's listening to this, you, I, you know, you did. Like, I'll, you know, <laughs> it's like, leave it nicer. Um, and that's, I think, I think that, I would think that would be in our staples too. We do a pretty good job of that. Um, uh, best uh, game you have seen, best game you've seen in person. Best game I've seen in person. Ooh, that's a hard one. Oh, best game I've seen in person. Could be one you coached in, played in. I have a lot that I coached in. I was trying to think, like, I saw Michael Jordan make a uh, – against the Pistons in the old Chicago Stadium. I saw him make a buzzer beater and beat them one day. I was a little kid, and I still remember that, that being there that day at Chicago. I would say that. 
probably most electric I've ever been in a state. I've never answered this other than I want to, I want a state tournament in a triple overtime. Um, oh, kid, wow. called, kid called the timeout and didn't have one for the other team. It was a whole thing. Oh, it's wow. crazy game. Best, probably the best game I've seen in person. And I was coaching it. Didn't wow. remember it when I got home, had to actually had to come home and rewatch it. Cause yeah. you know how you get in your zone and you're just kind of, yeah. yeah. um, but the best game I've never answered this probably the best game I saw in person as a kid was I saw Wesley Matthews Jr. hit a half-court shot in the Fieldhouse of Wisconsin to beat Michigan State. Oh, the year wow. they had Magic Johnson, and then they went on to win it that year over Larry Bird. Wow. Um, that was their last loss that year was in Wisconsin, oh, wow. was in Madison. And I'll never forget. I mean, it's like oh. I still can see the ball going, and it's like. Yeah. Oh, um, that's crazy. And Wesley Jr., I coached Wesley, I, I coached Wesley Jr., Wesley Sr., who played in the Lakers and stuff, was one of the quickest people I've ever seen in my wow. entire life. He was like, awesome. oh, my God. So backup, cool. backup point guard. Um, all right, so the last question is, yeah. do you have any parting? I, I'm not even going to ask the, what book would you recommend. He, we know <laughs> what you recommend, so I'm not going to even ask him that one. Yeah. Um, but the last question I always ask is, do you have some, uh, like a closing statement? Do you have something you would like to share? Um, anything like that um, that you would like to share with the audience? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think just the the thing that I love to leave with anybody, especially like if I should be at a basketball camp right now, you know, running one of our camps, is basketball is something, you know, that I do. It's not who I am. And just always constantly trying to remi remind people that anything that you do is not defining of who you are. And so that, that would be my biggest thing I'd want to leave with anybody. I love that. And if you don't know – Google Drew and watch his trick shots. Yeah. <laughs> How many rebounders do you have? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because my son, my son started, my son was on Nickelodeon actually. He had a, used to have a trick shot thing. Um, okay. And it was, it was, he was, it was like a uh, dude perfect. You know anything about trick shots. Anyway. Yeah. He was all dude perfect when he was little and he was doing all that stuff and he had, anyway, um, I know how much work some of that stuff goes into some of that yeah. stuff you're not hitting that the first time. No, no. Uh, some of them off the buildings. I mean, there's, there's a whole process and team assembled to make that happen. Yeah. Like, like, cause how many balls do you have to shoot? Them? Uh, like on the roof of those hotels, like 50, 50 basketballs and they're in big laundry bins and we have a whole system, how those get back up and it's crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. I love that you do that. And it's fun. It looks like there was one you did in your, with your kids and they were running around in the gym. That was a recent oh, one. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, and that's its own story of how that even evolved to become a thing. Um, and it started with my sons. And so that's the thing that I'm forever thankful for. It is awesome. I'm glad. All right. Thank you, coach. I appreciate you being on. Coach, thanks so much. Have a thank great you. day. You Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us keep the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join 14-day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five-star review. That would be good. All right. Maybe. Have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.